Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, November 18th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Luna Punks NFT Friday Night Chat. Let's take a listen. Hello, hello. Hello, Mike Tess. Hello, to treat. All right, nice. Okay, I'm trying to uh, navigate myself around this. Yeah. I'm currently on my PC, so I think I think it's still okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying to add you as a co-host. Are you able to, Dylan? Are you able to receive it? All right, all right, all right. I think now we have a connection line. Nice. All right, sorry. Yeah, my my internet was was disconnecting to my Wi-Fi. That was probably the issue. But Twitter sometimes sometimes bugs. Um, do you also want to put a hashtag Lunk and dollar sign Lunk in the heading then that way more people i think will join that would be awesome okay yeah but would, would that be a little bit too um uh restrictive you think for lunar punks i i think i think it doesn't matter if uh actually if nobody comes uh it doesn't really matter yeah i mean currently it's, <laughs> we can just... it's our community right currently mm-hmm. our community is long but uh, in the future i mean we can and add obviously more stuff to it in these spaces. Hey, Lungsi, how's it going? Nice. Welcome, Lungsi. Sweet. Oh, Lungsi has a human punk. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, that was like I reminted a human punk, but like back in the days, the OGs. So I reminted an, a human OG, which is super rare, right? Um, mm. But but like back in the days, uh, OGs, humans were quite common for OGs. So I, I think like people don't see that it's reminted and don't see the value of it. But that's why I reminted it again. <laughs> oh, see, you serious? You reminted away a human? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, because it's my number 11, right? Uh, it's on the second page. Right, right. And I want, I want it to be like something extraordinary. Like it was like a, I think, 12 score human or something or for 14 score some, something in between that so i want it. but you want it to be um probably an alien right <laughs> yeah i'm trying yeah. to go for an alien so i'm i'm like my coins are undelegating right now i think i have seven more days and then i will probably spend uh, 10 million on on remans and yeah so that's going to be nice for the treasury again <laughs> And yes, good, good luck. Hopefully, hopefully we get an alien for that. Hopefully we get an alien. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, but I mean, it's one out of one thousand. Yes. Fourteen. So I would still, if I reminted it three hundred times, I would still be lucky. Yes. So. Anything below a thousand times, I think that is super lucky. And I think we had some of our community members right who managed to mint the alien with less than thousand. Oh my goodness. Those were yeah, really we, we, yes, we definitely had. 
I mean, I think Big Ben minted one, and he had like mm. 300 remins. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. Mm. And his skin looks pretty, pretty wild, but I was trying to buy it from him, but he wanted 100 million for it. And then I just said, okay, for 100 million, I can just remint 1,000 times, right? Mm. And I'm pretty, pretty, pretty sure. But yeah. So <laughs> that is true. Maybe if it were less than a thousand, yeah. But he... yeah, I offered them fifty million, but he mm. doesn't doesn't want to take it. Fifty oh. million. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's really some uh, draw to the alien punks, I guess. Now now that uh, remint thing is there, maybe we could do something like a remint leaderboard or something. Uh, when I do have time, I can pass through like some of the the blockchain data. And see, you know, the remint transactions that we have, and yeah, we can possibly, you know, take a look at uh for each individual wallet who are our top reminters. Uh, yeah, that would be that would be nice, but we would mm-hmm. need to yeah. announce that I think a month before we actually do it and give people time to prop up their remints, right? So, oh yeah, so that people uh, have the chance to participate in that. Uh, giveaway so to speak and then you would give away uh free remand tokens or what um yeah probably probably i we do have like uh uh a sizable amount of remain tokens but i think we can you know chunk it for other events as well yeah so maybe uh, uh, real quick did you did you share uh the twitter space in our discord group and all right our, did yes. you share it on twitter well yes that's a good suggestion that. yep so welcome welcome uh we're also sure Small right Fry now. and Lung Si. Yeah, we just we're just beginning, so yeah. Uh, yeah we so we're planning to do to hold these Friday spaces. What did we say, uh, Jenin? Uh, like every two weeks or once a month? Or yeah, I think every two weeks. Every two weeks is uh, okay. Maybe let's start with every month. Let's start with every month. Uh, I think it's better to to uh, start it slowly first. <laughs> And then uh, I think we can see how it goes from there. If uh, the the uptake is good, if you know people enjoy the spaces, if people want to hear more about you know our whatever we are doing and stuff like that, or maybe just chill out with us, and then we can consider having it uh more often, like maybe twice a week, bi-weekly, or something like that. Yeah, but maybe we can do something like once a month for now to start. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Okay, so let, let me share on our tweet and then we can get more of our community members up online. And yeah, I think it's uh it's just past midnight for me. And then for Lunar V Shape, it is uh what, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. over Yes, here. exactly. So maybe we can hang out for like uh 30 minutes or 45 minutes. Then it'll be just nice for your dinner. Yeah, I'm 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 okay actually with okay. dinner. Like I can also <laughs> hang out for for a little bit longer if you if, if we need the time okay come join us come join us for our okay did i already send a tweet out i think i did okay let me now share it over in our discord copy link nice i see that you have it recorded as well which is wonderful yes perfect yeah i'm not sure how it works just trying it out um i have it running on my pc so there's some issues with my pc because the display you know it's on uh, landscape mode and then sometimes it's meant to be on portrait mode so i can't really see everything so i might take a little bit longer you know in terms of uh uh bringing people up 
uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, so let's see how it goes. Yeah, but hopefully we'll get better with it. So yeah, let's just give it a shot. So let me post it on Twitter, Twitter Spaces, on Discord rather. So Luna Vishak, you were you were enjoying a trip in Vienna. How how was it? Yeah, it was yeah, Vienna is a beautiful city. Seriously, uh, so many old buildings, and I was like uh, near the downtown area, and yeah, uh, we had our family business, uh, shareholder meeting. <laughs> Quite tense times uh, at the moment with inflation and stuff. Uh, we are struggling to pass prices onto the customer. We're not quick enough, so that's basically eating up our margin which is uh, a little bit, yeah, a little bit unfortunate, but uh, yeah, we we get through it, I guess. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yes. Yeah, I think, I think um, I'm, not, I'm not too sure how, how to run businesses. And yeah, that's why, that's why we have you over here you know, to, to give us some advice or so over here at Lulabangs. Yeah, so really thankful to have you as well. Yeah, and yeah, I think aside from your your you know your business, your main business, I think it's really really nice that we have your your expertise here with us. So your trip was all business. Sorry, what was that? What was your question? Your trip was all business, or what's what? Yeah, no. Uh, my yeah. my brother uh, also uh, moved to Vienna, so we um kind of did like a family little trip out of it and uh visited my brother as well so we took like two additional days basically but then we had the main event uh which was two days <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. and we have like like the policy policies from politicians uh, they want to um they, they want to forbid gas heating systems in europe i think probably in the next i don't know three to four years so that as that was our main business or is our main business we need to yeah uh take a lot of money in our hands and invest uh into um yeah um mm. research and development and building new factories for uh for heat pumps basically uh, that's what what the future looks like I uh, see. everything shall be electric like come from electricity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Wow, that's super far thinking, right? I'm pretty sure you guys over there have uh, really forward thinking, and you have to plan for. Yeah, the future, luckily, right? we already started with that process of that transformation uh, two years ago, so we should be fine. Nice. <laughs> but like, I I see like the financial system being uh, I don't know, not in the best shape. So um, I'm a little bit worried about we taking like big investments now um and then potentially i don't know if there would be a collapse in in that time frame where we uh where we invest a lot of money that that could be worrying for us i guess if if too if, i mean if shit hits the fan right with with the financial system that could could be could be bad for us so but let's not talk about uh that that business too much let's let's talk mm-hmm. about Luna Park. it's much more interesting right yep and it's it's good to know that we're in good hands <laughs> we're in good hands so yeah um 
Yeah, so I think today's session we have uh, quite a few of us over here. I think today's session we're just, you know, just chilling out. Um, yeah, it's meant to be like an AMA of any sorts. So we're here. And if you have any questions you want to ask, feel free to raise your hand and then we'll bring you up over, you know, to ask questions or to just chat with us. You know, everything's okay. Yep, so in... I actually have the first question, Jen. Nice, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, let's go. Um, so I think a couple of weeks back, uh, there was the discussion in the Discord channel about the base attributes as if they are counting into the scoring of the punks. Mm. Do you do you know more? And can you maybe explain for people that were confused back then? Ah, uh, okay. So let me try to re to look into our Discord again. Um, from what from what I understand, our base attributes, um. They do, it does calculate into the score, right? The The main thing is um, that because the base attributes, you know, we have uh, zombies and aliens and humans, right? So each of these different base attributes, they have different weightage. Yeah. So what, what was the confusion that we have uh, on Discord? Um, um, yeah, I think for let's let, let me give an example. I think an alien base, for example, uh, as a, this being super rare, should be more weighted, for example, in the scoring. So there, sh there shouldn't be an alien uh, that has like a score of I don't know below ten, right? Yes, 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 yes. Ah, oh, okay. I I think that was super valid. I think that was super valid. I think if in terms of that reminting and or rather in terms of the algorithm from which the rarity should be calculated, I think the first thing that, you know, maybe I should change in terms of the rarity score is that there should be a, a base foundational rarity score, right? Because there are some, okay, wait, someone has requested to speak. Let me try to um, add on. Yep, so um, if I continue, is that, um, there are some attributes that are, how do we call it? There are some attributes that are um, sort of like necessities, right? So you must have those attributes. For example, the base uh, character level, the base character attribute. For that, you know, we definitely, every single Lunar Punk has a base attribute. So this is like a must attribute, right? This must have attribute. This should be something that, you know, we should base the entire ratio on. I think initially I did not, put that in i did not really calculate that in so what happened was um the entire score was you know added together when in the case it should have been multiplicative of the you know the must-have attributes right so i think this is something that uh let me note this down now uh, let me note this down i think yeah to be extremely clear about the token strength and the token score i think this yeah this is something that uh, our committee has pointed out and I've yet to uh, fix it yet. Yeah, but yeah, this is something I'm I'm afraid to fix this because if I fix this, <laughs> then we'll have a different rarity score and then uh, I'll get shot down again. Yeah, but in any case, this is a necessity. We have to fix this, you know. Yeah, I... I yeah, we I, saw, I think we already saw what, what, that, uh, <laughs> what that can do, right? If we yeah. like fix things on the scoring with the reminted touch. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> 
Yeah. I like for two months, oh, like not, not two months, uh, but I don't know, for weeks I was getting DMs like, why did my scoring change? Yeah, oh my goodness. Oh man. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't want to go through this again, Jaden. <laughs> but but I, I, I think we have to, I don't know. Um, or on the other yeah, hand, I think so too. Yeah, or on the other hand, we could do like a separate rarity score. But okay, no, no, I, no, think... I think there should only right. be one, one mm. score. Yep, yep. Okay, so yeah, let's. We have a uh, small fry who has his hands up. Maybe we can hear from him as well. Yep. So, but yeah, uh, Lono Vichip, that was a great question. Now I've noted it down about the variety score, and then I'll try to fix it when I have the time. Yep. Yep. Small fry, over to you. Yeah. Hi. Uh, I just had a quick question about uh, the staking of the punks. Are they automatically staked, or is there something that I need to do? I mean, it's it's probably be answered, been answered a hundred times, but I couldn't find the answer anywhere. I did have a little look, but okay. Okay. Yep. That's a great question. Um, I think we have had that question recently as well. So, um, I've designed the ecosystem in a way where the NFTs, at the moment you buy it, it is automatically staked. Right. And even if it is, you know, um, on the market, it is also automatically staked. So how this is done, if you're interested, right? And if I can go a little bit deeper into the technicals, how this is done is that we have the staking contract. Right. So it's a smart contract. And what it does is that it is connected to our marketplace transactions. Right. So whenever there's a marketplace transactions, what it does is that it uh recompounds it sort of like um Redelegates, re withdraw the rewards that is you know accumulated in our staking contract, and then it distributes to each of our lunar punks, right? So if we take uh, a step back and look at the staking contract, right, what it's actually doing it is auto compounding all our staked funds, right? So all our lunar punks we are sort of like um adding more and more value to this staking contract and this staking contract is acting on behalf of all of us and it's auto compounding the rewards again and again and again and redelegating to each um, of our lunar punks uh, equally right so in order to redraw and claim the rewards we um, sadly for now we can only allow sort of like there's only a limit of uh, seven undelegations at a time yeah so I think this is uh, the current setup. Yeah, but in the future, if the rewards are sizable enough, I can consider sort of like, you know, creating a L2 undelegation, right? Where we can uh, sort of like batch, you know, the undelegation. So we can overcome this limit of uh, seven, you know, wallets undelegating, where we create like a L2 batched kind of system where, you know, if you call for, if you request to withdraw your stake rewards and then we can consolidate all of them together and then uh, withdraw it together in one single snapshot. Yeah, so I think this is definitely possible as well. Yeah, but um, as of now, the staking rewards are too small for for me to even sort of like prioritize my time to work on such a fix. Yeah, but um, as of oh, now, this is what it is. Yeah. Do you remember uh, my... Uh, my idea concerning this seven undelegations um, and consolidating uh, the undelegations. So we should take the 21 days, right, that it takes to undelegate, divided by seven, because we have seven undelegations, right? Oh. And that gives us three. So every three days, we should do a consolidated undelegation. That way, we have it, the time frame uh, super small and people um, 
don't need to wait extra long for their own delegation, right? That would take people to collect their uh, staking rewards from the punks um, in yeah 24 days, right? Yes. Which would still be acceptable. Yep. Yep. I, I remember that. And I think that's uh, pretty similar to one of the liquid stake uh, protocols that was on Luna previously. Yeah, where they have this sort of like batching. I think it was Anchor, if I'm not wrong. Not too sure. Can't remember. Yeah, but I remember they have something going on every three days. Yeah, but uh, I still have to work out, you know, exactly how it's going to work, right? Whether we want to do it off chain or, you know, want to do something on chain. Yeah, but in any case, it the current stick rewards is not sort of like sizable enough for us to even consider working on that. I think as of now, that's... Well, actually, I think once we hit like the... If there's like one thousand lung on on a punk, um, I think at that point people want to uh, withdraw um, staking rewards, right? Because I mean, there's a few holders that I have like two hundred punks, and that's then two million already, right? Uh, no, not yeah, two two million, two hundred thousand, I think. Two hundred thousand, yeah, true. Okay, yeah, two hundred thousand is not that sizable, but. Yeah, I think we should like consider working on that. I don't know in the next couple of months because this is like a huge issue for our collection. I have the like in my my point of view. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. Let me let me take it up. You know, and uh, prioritize accordingly. Yes. Of now, um, I do have uh, things that I want to work on. So, for example, we are still working on um the. Terra V2 sort of like updates as well because we have projects that are you know waiting on us. And um if you see our website as well, we have an updated website. Yeah, so we have uh some sort of uh, filtering and sorting, but although the data is not uh you know up to date as of yet, so we plan to do like uh, a weekly update on the data. So the only problem with that is because we have reminting, right? This function which changes the the NFTs, the attributes and stuff like that. So we have to do a constant update to our, you know, filter and sort data. Yeah, so uh, the data is not updated as often as it should be. Yeah, but this is something that uh, I'm still looking into it. Yeah. Is there maybe an automatic way to to have like a list that automatically updates? Yep, definitely. So the automatic way that okay. we are looking yeah. at is something where we have a database and then a, an indexer that you know indexes um, our remint transactions. Yep. So it'll be specific to us. Yep, definitely possible. Yep. And then I wanted to ask. Uh, you, you said like there might be an off-chain. Uh, solution but I, I don't mm. i don't get it how there can be an off off chain solution because like i mean we need smart contracts that are distributing the rewards right um, yeah so off chain solution is uh, much simpler to handle right so we can just consolidate the list of uh, users that handle it yeah but it's gonna be prone to error yeah, so maybe on chain might be better yeah but um, yeah i think so for sure in any case both is definitely possible huh? Both is definitely possible, but you know, uh, either one of them would have would require more time. Yeah, so it's something that we have to consider as well on my side, like something I have to consider. Yeah, so in any case, a uh, small fry has his hand raised up again. Yeah, please go ahead. 
Yeah, just with the um, staking rewards, say like you built up a uh, thousand lunk onto your uh, with your punk. Um, does if you were to sell that punk, does that do then rewards then go to the new owner or or, or do they just get lost somewhere or? Right, right. Yes, they, they stick to the to the punk basically. Um, so if you want to sell your punk, you should probably sell for one thousand lunk on top of it, right? Yeah, no, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, not that I wanted to sell it. I was just curious whether whether you you'd need to claim those rewards before you sold that punk. That was all. Lovely, thank you. Nice. All right, Finis, yeah. What's good, MP? Long time no see. I saw y'all had a space up, and it was not on my schedule, so I went ahead and put it on there. I'm glad y'all are recording it. I'll uh, capture it when you're done and get it in the queue. How are you guys doing? Sweet. Super awesome. I'm uh, doing good, doing good. Yeah, just uh having fun, continuing the work with uh Luna Punks. Yeah, I think um somehow, somehow, somewhere I kinda or well, I kinda just forgotten about the crash and <laughs> and just continued to, you know, uh work on this. So I think we had uh quite a few of uh new committee members who, you know, managed to mint uh Luna Punks out. At, uh, you know, quite a cheap price. So I think they are now taking the lead in terms of uh, you know, what they want to do with uh, Luna Punks. Yeah, so they are putting in some work as well. So I think that's super awesome. I think it's uh amazing how um you know this small little project is uh, evolving along the way. Yeah. Yeah, super cool to see. Like I, I remember after the the crash, everyone kind of went quiet for a bit. Went back to their own little spots and stuff. And then I, I peek in every now and again and I started noticing some activity and activity and then it just blew up. And you guys are like probably one of the more active Lunk uh, discords that I uh, that I see. So it's it's really cool to see because the project was always phenomenal. So I'm, I'm definitely glad y'all are, are keeping it going for sure. Sweet, sweet. And I see, I see that you have uh, expanded Terra Spaces to the whole of Cosmos. How's your work? Good Lord. <laughs> 250 some odd spaces a month. Let's see. August was 230. September, 253. Same with October. And I'm 119 into November now. <laughs> and it just started like just lunatics were like, hey, can you catch this secret space? Or, hey, can you catch this osmosis space? I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. And then, like, I'm OCD to where if I see it's a weekly space, I'm like, well, shit, I guess I have to cap every week now. And that kind of turned into, like, 15 spaces <laughs> a day. And, like, I'm, yeah, I'm starting to try to cut back some because I, I, have, I haven't had a day off since, like, July. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a grind. But it, it's worth it to see everybody stoked when, when a space comes out. They're like, oh, I missed that one. Thank you. Like, it, it makes it worth it. Mm. Nice. Is is your website still under terraspaces.org or is it on uh, another? Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. So terraspaces.org covers the Twitter spaces of all of Cosmos. So Yeah, and Kadena and anything else people want <laughs> archived, you know, like if they see a space, they just holler and I'll, I'll throw it in the, in the mix. But yeah, it's been a lot of Cosmos stuff. Uh, some ETH things like PageDAO, uh, things that are on ETH but are looking into Cosmos, uh, stuff like that. 
And then, yeah, like the CZ Binance AMAs every now and again, those are always interesting. So I try to kind of keep it a mix of what like I'm paid to do and then what I find interesting and what I think, you know, the people that subscribe to the feed will find interesting and want to see pop up on Spotify. So it's a grind. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Hey, thanks. I, I think I think I saw back in the day before the DPEC event that you were financing through donations as well, right? Uh, how how are the donations going? Not great, but you know I got enough to to survive. Uh, what I was trying to do was get enough to have some sort of a budget to where I can start getting a couple of people on board and say, "All right, I'm going to handle the bulk of this. I need you guys to go through the audio once it's posted and start making like." digestible clips of everything because not everyone wants to listen to like a four-hour space and i feel like if if there's a lot of good info in a lot of these spaces if you can get down to it but i i don't i barely have the time to get them all just archived and edited but eventually yeah i'd like to get a few people on board to be able to go through because we have like over 2200 spaces archived starting from uh, last november so there's a lot of content there that other content creators could build content on, you know, like to just writing about or talking about or whatever. So uh, at some point, but, you know, I'm, I'm happy to survive. I didn't have to go back to my day job or anything. Thanks to the Terra community. And then uh, Osmosis pitched in a little bit. Uh, mainly right now, it's been like Asset Mantle, Omniflix, uh, Comdex. They all pitch in because they all do weekly spaces. Uh, so I try to catch them trying to get some funds out of secret and like the cosmos hub is like pulling teeth. I mean, you guys follow the proposals and stuff. It's, it's an uphill battle for sure. So I, I just try to stay away from any of that shit and just hope the community uh, appreciates it. And then spark IBC has a thing you can donate with your Juno wallet using USDC and that'll have a leaderboard that they give spark points out for. So I think eventually once that's going more full bore, we'll be able to uh, incentivize it and do like some fun giveaways. Like if you're top 10 on the leaderboard this month, we have a Luna punk to give away or, you know, st- stuff like that to just kind of incentivize people to, to want to kick in. And then Eris has also created some vaults, uh, one for Lunk Dow, one for angel, and then one for Terra spaces. So you can go there turn your Luna into Amp Luna and then deposit that in their vault for Terra Spaces and pick a percentage of your yield that you want to redirect to Terra Spaces, which is kind of cool. Not a lot of TVL yet, but, you know, every little piece is, is kind of a, a, another helpful uh, piece so to the maybe, puzzle here. Maybe I can, I can help you out a little bit with like five Luna Punks I can, I can send you that you can give away. So if you send me your Terra station address, then I'll send them out. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, I haven't. I usually stay away from giveaways because I get tons of DMs of just random projects. But the projects that I'm homies with, I'm always happy to to do a giveaway or some whitelist stuffs for. I just try and keep that more curated. Otherwise, I'll get a, a never-ending fucking people like, "Hey, I just launched a project. Come like give it away for me." Like, nah, no, I'm full on rugs. Thanks. <laughs> mm. And then yeah, Luna bugs. Whenever V two we can launch it on Lunk. We can launch it on Luna. We can do whatever. I mean, all the art's ready. I just, I know you guys have been busy with the the punks and I didn't want to bug you guys too much. I think Trash Clan kind of went back to the real world after 
launching and then the crash and that was like his first nft experience so i i definitely don't blame him but uh all of the art for bugs v2 is ready so whenever we got some actual time so you want to you want to launch it on v2 and on luna classic simultaneously uh no well i was saying either either or i i'm, I'm not uh, married to launching it on one versus the other yeah both would be cool if there was a way to do that but Uh, I was kind of thinking since the OG bugs launched on Lunk, we could do the V2 bugs on V2. But then I know Hippie was really busy with the V1 stuff and getting the Luna Punks all sorted out. So I didn't didn't want to bug too much, but they're ready whenever y'all are. Yeah, I actually, um, yeah, I think I think when uh, we were speaking, I I had you know sort of like uh, launching out Luna as something that. Uh, I was trying to build towards. So a lot of the website changes, you know, we recently we had quite a few bugs for our website. <laughs> yeah, those were introduced by me. Not lunar bugs, but like actual website bugs. Yeah. <laughs> so those were introduced by me because I was trying to revamp the website in such a way that, you know, we can handle uh not only Lunar Classic but also uh some other chains as well. Luna uh, you know, the testnet for Luna and Luna V2. Yeah, and also hopefully you know um the other cosmos chains as well yeah so in any case um i'm thinking of uh you know if if you really wanted to launch on terra v2 i think that would be helpful for us as well then we can you know sort of like set up um uh, uh luna punks on a v2 as well so we do have um there is some sort of uh uh difference that i would like to uh you know differentiate from the classic and v2 yeah but i think the main thing is to have um the launchpad up and running yeah, so i think um the launchpad is the main thing that would help uh nft projects you know to choose where they want to launch on whether it is uh classic or luna v2 yeah. i mean it is talked about it is talked about that there should be a parity right in the future between luna classic and luna v2 so wouldn't it be um, much easier to wait until that point in time? Or I mean, yeah, I understand that we have the obligation to fulfill Finn's uh, Finn's project on V two, right? Um, especially because he was the first one that launched in Luna Punks. Um, yeah, but i'm just wondering like um if there is a parity in the future wouldn't it be much easier to to get that project up and running on v2 on v2 or um, would luna classic yep. basically put parity to luna v2 um actually i kind of understand where you're coming from i think you're sort of like worried that you know when if luna i yeah recently there was some talks right whether uh luna classic and luna v2 should you know have a merge or something like that and yeah, since there's not much difference in terms of uh, the functionality, I think the only difference now is that Luna Classic has the burn text, right? And the version of Cosmos, the version of the Cosmosm is slightly different, right? But if we do upgrade Luna Classic to, you know, a newer version, and if, you know, either we remove the burn text or either Luna V2 introduces the same burn text, we could, you know, bring it similarly but the thing is um i'm not too worried about that because whether or not we have lunar punks on classic or we have lunar punks also on lunar v2 when we do merge the changes there's always so many things that we can do 
right? Because you have uh, an awesome dev over here, and you know we can do things like merging the Lunar Classic if you, you know, if you have a punk, a Lunar Punk on Lunar Classic, and if you also have a punk on, you know, the Lunar V two chain, right? We can do like a merge, like somewhat like a you know a Power Rangers, a Red Ranger and a Blue Ranger combining together to form like a Purple Ranger or something like that. So, yeah, I'm I'm not too worried about uh you know the stumbling blocks that can happen i think we can always overcome these obstacles and you know create something cool and you know write this down in lunar punk's history so yeah, i think whatever comes come i think let's just have fun doing it i think that lunar punks you know should we should do our best in lunar classic but also you know we should also expand ourselves to as many sort of like chains as well and I think if Luna V2 is uh, a chain that you know we are close with, I think we it's possible for us to um, uh, set up shop over there as well. I think the main thing, right, is to provide the same sticking NFT ecosystem, not only on classic coin, but also on the Luna coin, right? I think the main thing is for myself even, right? I, I enjoy the fact that I can stick with uh, this NFT Right where I don't need to store my uh you know sticked coins in a wallet, I can store it in a co wallet, right? I can transfer this NFT to a co wallet and not worry about the security and stuff. And the staking rewards are auto compounding for my, you know, however much the the NFT costs. Yep. So I I believe this is a, a function that is useful not only for you know classic, it should also be useful for Luna as well. So yeah, then, and you know me, I'm I'm laid back. Like I'm on your time frame, man. We're we're in zero rush or hurry, and I, I do like the idea that Luna bugs and bugs and being able to use that to kind of test and find the bugs in the platform. Like I, I think that's a really cool. That's our utility right there is is finding the bugs in the <laughs> in the the platform. Uh, but yeah, like don't don't worry about like rushing or anything. You know, like we're we're ready when you are. So definitely. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I totally remember <laughs> the first time when we launched Lunar Bugs. I think one of the biggest bugs was, uh, I don't know if uh, the community noticed about Lunar Bugs, but uh, there is the ID that, you know, sort of swap. And then uh, me and Finn, we were like, you know, trying to figure out uh, some of the rarity scores, right? And then we were thinking, wow, some of the IDs, oh my goodness, they are totally different from what we had prepared in the metadata. Right, because on the smart contract level, it's uh, sort of like auto assigning randomly um, the IDs to you know the various users who are minting. So the person who minted Lunar Box One received a token ID that is you know totally random. So we had to go through an entire list of uh, NFTs trying to mix and match their their IDs together. Well, it was uh, it was uh, quite cumbersome. Yeah, I think. But after that. You know, I managed to fix it, and then uh, if we see for Lunar Berlin Nights, the token ID now is uh, uh, signing according to you know what whichever ID that we are getting. Yeah, so it's really really helpful, you know, to have a really understanding uh, project founder that's helping you know me with the launchpad as well. I think that is uh, a blessing for me. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of learning on the fly there. But it, it was fun, and I would definitely do it again. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, Shannon, maybe you can uh, tell us a little bit more about, um, like, 
projects that are maybe coming on board to the launchpad of Luna Classic. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think we had we had a quite a few uh, interests previously. Yeah, but now that uh, I think Meta Gliora also has an NFT launchpad, right? Miata. So I think uh, maybe some of them are looking towards that uh, launchpad as well. I think that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine because um, you know, uh, every launchpad serves its own purpose, right? Uh, we our launchpad, you know, it's not really. It's it's just an alternative, right? We are here as a uh uh staking NFT sort of like uh ecosystem. Well, a launchpad would be fabulous in terms of building our uh, staking contract. Yeah, I think um yeah. In any case, uh yeah. Okay, back back to where are the projects, right? Projects that are possibly uh launching on us we had you know previously polymath was talking to us i think i reached out to him again and he is okay with launching on our platform again yeah i think he's uh i'm not sure about the utility of his project though i think it's more focused towards uh burning yeah so he's uh yeah this is spitfire nft or something like that yeah so um i think that's one of the the projects that is thinking of launching so I think the other projects that were originally wanted to launch, I think maybe they're looking at Miata. So <laughs> it's so yeah, sad. I think but really, like, want to do a competitive analysis on that. So see what what Miata takes as fees and then maybe adapt to that a little bit. What do you think about that, Jenna? Um, I think that's, uh, that's a lot of work. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, yeah. If you ask me, the best case is, you know, for, for us to just focus on whatever we are doing, you know, for the projects that are reaching out to us, we will just serve them as much as possible. And, uh, you know, we had comments into how to improve our UI UX design, right? So we are working on that. And I think we will just focus on that in terms of like, you know, com competitive analysis and this kind of stuff, I think, um, yeah, it might be good, you know, to to weed out the competitors and stuff like that. But I don't know. I don't. I don't really vibe with that too much. I'm more of like I think save that for the bear market or for the bull market. I think right now, like, there's so much time to just be able to focus and get this stuff buttoned up and dialed in. So that, like, do you remember back in in like January when all these NFT projects started to want to launch and like all of the current launch pads were just so backed up. And it was, you could throw a dart and like hit a new project just in any direction. And I feel like having that sort of growth on top of an already established solid staking contract, like you guys are, are putting together, I think would really boon the, the existing OG holders for their stake and offer a lot of extra to any new projects, especially once, you know, the the flow is down better and and they're they're able to just you know get curated make sure they're legit or or whatever and then and then go and i i think the more of that that happens like it'll it'll benefit everybody that's holding obviously yes i agree <clears throat> so um yeah you raised the point finn um making it as easy as possible to, 
possible to launch, right? Um, your kind of like what uh, Hippie said with his decentralization idea that the launchpad is decentralized. Um, so my question was, is there a way, a technical way to transform uh, or do the coding for the the pictures, so to speak, automatically? Um, so basically that you just need to insert, I don't know, the attributes or is, is that always like work that we or the developer of uh, the NFT project that wants to launch uh, has to put in? Right, right, right. So um, in that sense, it definitely has to be part of, you know, something that the project team has to put in effort in, right? The reason why that is so is because the blockchain is, you know, still relatively different from traditional databases, right? Traditional databases, we can upload like you know, one gigabytes of data and <laughs> the database can handle it, no problem, right? But for the blockchain, you know, we have to sort of like um, be very conscious of the information that we are storing in. Even the messages that we are sending has to be extremely small, right? So there's... Uh, that's one of the you know big issues of blockchain, and you know that's one of the reasons why uh, you know trying to automate all these systems is not as simple as it seems. It's actually slightly complicated. Yeah, so um, it's still something that the project team has to do, right? Of course, um, for our launchpad, we try to make it as simple as possible. Yeah, but I think where I can sort of like make it better is we to have like uh, maybe a simpler introduction into or like, or like a step-by-step -step process onto how to actually launch and prepare the data such that, you know, it can be done by the project team themselves. Yeah, I think that is something that uh, I should definitely work on. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, in any case, the good thing of our launchpad is that everything is handled by the smart contract. So we just have to prepare all the information, like, like the metadata, the images, once those are prepared, the smart contract ecosystem handles everything from there, from the minting to the marketplace transactions. Yep. So I think this is slightly different from uh, a lot of the, the launchpads where the launchpads actually handle the minting off chain. Right, so sort of like it's kind of prone to human error, right? Where they can mint you, you know, one of the common ones or they can mint you one of the rare ones, right? It's up to um, someone to run the minting system, right? So um, our launchpad is slightly different. We run it over on the smart contract. So it's slightly fairer. Lah. Right, but that also means that if you go full permissionless, anyone can upload anything and could possibly crash the chain if there's not certain checks in place to be like, all right, this is not sanitized code or whatever you're inputting. Like, we can't put this on chain. Yeah, I yes. think that's, that's like a lot of work. It's obviously easier to just do this manually one by one, but if you want any sort of scale, which we may not necessarily want, I mean, that's that's obviously up to the group, but if you, you go like the Talus model where it's Juno, Classic, and Terra, and fairly permissionless once you get approved, but I assume they have checks in place that aren't going to let you upload like a, a two gig glob in the memo or something that's just going to wreck the chain, you know, but that, that's all just trial and error and code that has to be done. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's a fabulous question. Uh, that's sort of like a fabulous uh, point. Um, in our sense, we won't uh wreck the chain, right? But what we will wreck is they will wreck my servers, <laughs> right? Because the 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 blockchain actually um what is exposed in the blockchain is uh yeah I think my information. Uh, the information that the users can input, or rather the use the NFT project creators, right? The information that they can include are sort of like limited by the message size, which you know isn't too large. Yeah. So in terms of the image size, that would be handled by my website, right? Because the only thing that is uh, uploaded is a link. Yeah. So in terms of uh, maybe how can we say like uh possibly a malicious link yeah i think that is something that you know we aren't really sanitizing but on what we have prepared is uh, we have a flag which you know uh, deactivates certain uh, launches so if you know enough of our community members flag out one of the launch projects for example like if you are using an already uh, launched project you know somewhere else or something like it's a maybe someone decides to launch bought it yeah bought bought it yeah club on our launch pad right it's totally possible yeah, but if someone does that you know then we got to do the checks and balances as is and if uh bayc comes over and tells us hey you know this project isn't by a reputable founder Right, isn't by us, then we will we can deactivate it. Yep. So we have that in in hand. The thing is, it's a lot for our team to handle. So I'm hoping that you know somehow uh, this decentralized model would help us in that sense. You know where it would alleviate some of the uh, the responsibilities right but that's not to say that we don't want to be responsible for you know rug nfts and stuff like that yeah so we are definitely looking we have uh sort of like a list of uh uh the current process that we have is like a simple kyc so for users who you know want to have like a kyc button or something like that we um do a kyc process with them yeah and there are other um there are some initiatives, there are some ideas that you know we have in terms of trying to um, figure out if a project is uh, rock, you know, if the project team is honest and really looking to building, you know, their utility or whatever they are looking to build. I think this is something that we are still trying to fine tune as well. Right? We're still trying to fine tune as well and trying to figure out what is the best way to um, uh, filter right because this filter is extremely important i think that a lot of uh, what is happening in you know the crypto crash and stuff like that with ftx yeah i think all this is because um, our funds you know good people's funds are going to the wrong hands and it's because you know we are lacking in this filter yeah, so that's why uh, i believe that uh, when I was in Finn's um, podcast, I think that podcast honestly has a lot of potential, you know, similar to Rock Radio and a lot of the, the these uh, outlets, these media platforms, which actually in, 
not really interrogate, but interview these project owners and, you know, to figure out uh, whether or not these projects are true to their cause. Yeah. Yeah, that's but, where the curation is super important, because if you're just listening to anybody, a lot of those cats get paid by projects to ask them certain questions. You have to have in your group, in your circle, like people that you trust and you trust them to ask the real questions and not get paid. Or if they are getting paid to still do a, an actual journalistic job with some integrity, which is kind of hard to find these days, especially in the, the bottom of this this market right now. But there are good cats out there. I got to bounce. I got a lot of editing to do, but it was good catching up and I'll have this one up on the feed. Once, uh, once I get caught up, you guys are okay. doing amazing work. Yep, and, and Finn, before, before you leave, I think it would be nice to have you on our curation team as well. I think once we have a better launchpad up and running, I think, um, you know, we are definitely looking for someone who, can filter out these projects and i think you're the best person you know for for this room yeah it'd be cool to get back into doing that because that's kind of what i was doing beforehand like having those interviews each each episode was was a different project and, and asking like actual questions not just like getting shilled their project you know so yeah we could definitely use the platform to, to get back into that sweet okay i'll, I'll speak with uh, you when when we manage to find some time sweet that's awesome all right um yo hippie um how is the new team going uh what are, what are mm. you guys doing in, in singapore yep yep so our ux designer is on a holiday <laughs> she's overseas and our our front-end developer she's preparing to go back to she's preparing to migrate over to canada yeah so she's uh, packing up the stuff she's uh She's uh, renting out her place and stuff, so she's super busy this period. Yeah, so this uh, what's going on lah. Um, I think things will start picking up again. Uh, you know, start of next year, because I believe this period, you know, the November December period, I think that um, this is too busy a period for my front end developer. Yeah, she's just um all the way moving around packing stuff. I've been trying to contact her, but <laughs> she's super busy. Yeah. So I presume only sometime next year then she would be back up and running. Yeah, because once right. she, yeah, once once she settles down in Canada, right, then that will take a while. So yeah. So hopefully January, maybe January or February. Yeah. Yeah, but nice. in any um case and strategy wise um i mean you said that you're also uh, parallel working on v2 red for for finn and his project because you kind of have to keep a promise there i guess um but do you think it is beneficial to like uh concentrate on on two i mean with luna it's it's i think it's it makes sense to uh extend our launchpad and also maybe an additional collection um on luna v2 just because i mean the code is so similar and stuff right it's it's just an an easy win i guess um but like other chains uh i think we should first priority on 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 luna right on and luna classic um rather than mo moving out or like growing too fast and then not being able to keep up with the workforce that that uh comes with you know oh, so no, no, no. 
100%, you know, it's going to be on Lunar and Lunar Classic only. Yeah. Lunar Punks. And then also, like, what would you call them? Juno Punks or what? <laughs> oh, yeah, Juno Punks. <laughs> yeah, Juno Punks was uh, something fun that I just started. Uh, yeah, it's because it's on a decentralized uh, kind of concept, right? So I was kind of excited for it at first. Yeah, but um, the uptake of Juno is much slower. So I was thinking, you know, if it does pick up a little bit more, then uh, it will start expanding there. Right? Because at the end of the day, it's about the NFT staking ecosystem, right? And, you know... It's... And what, what do you think about the idea uh not launching another Luna Punks collection on Luna V2, but rather maybe it's possible with IBC opening up that we just have our collection on Luna Classic and then the launchpad on Luna V2 uh, that's generating additional fees for the treasury on Luna Classic. What do you think about that idea? Mm, oh, let me let me think about that. Let me think about that. Um, uh, that is possible. That is possible, but it would be a lot of um, trust in terms of the IBC contracts. I have not yet touched IBC contracts as of yet. Right, so in terms of uh, running this IBC contracts, um, yeah, I'm not too certain nor am I confident in terms of you know ensuring that uh, interchain NFTs uh, can be done well. Yeah, but that will be the future definitely. That will be the future definitely in terms of uh, inter-blockchain communication and someone has to do it well, right? So, hmm, let, let me consider that. I think that's a fabulous... Um, that's a, a super fabulous um, uh, thought to have, right? If our ecosystem is, you know, caught towards uh, Luna Classic and then uh, we enable sort of like this IBC kind of um, functionality where people can launch on other chains, but the main marketplace slash launchpad is over here hmm let me think about it let me think about it whether this is possible i think this is something um to consider um yeah but i think this is extremely difficult technically wise technically this is extremely difficult yeah so in any would you, case would you, need to, would you need to go over a bridge or to send funds uh is that even possible with smart contracts to do or would you I mean, is there like an IBC solution, smart contract solution? Oh, I, I'm actually not too sure. I'm actually not too sure. I haven't, you know, done any IBC uh, uh, contracts. Neither have I done any of this um, stuff. I would presume this would be extremely, <laughs> this would be extremely difficult to, you know, run testing on. Yeah, now that I think of it, holy, holy cow, kudos to those folks who are, you know, doing this uh, IBC technology. I can imagine them running like multiple chains on their system and running this test here and there. Wow, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I think. Sorry, I think... sorry Hippie, I'm always coming up with the best <laughs> ideas. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a really interesting idea. Um, yeah, but I think technically it's extremely difficult to implement. Maybe it's possible. Likely it's possible, right? With coding, anything is possible. Likely it's possible. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me let me think about it. Let me think about it. Um, in any case, it is important that each chain has a staking NFT, right? Um, that that is a must because let's say if I believe in Lunar Coin, 
right? I would want to be able to hold a staking NFT in Luna, right? And if I also believe in uh, Atom, right? I want to hold a staking NFT in Atom as well, right? But whether or not, you know, this can be done. Yeah, you, you could just have an additional treasury on Luna, right? Um, that that is feeding from the fees that are generated on the launchpad and and the marketplaces of the launchpads. Um, it's, so it's so complicated because then you have to perform the swap, right? You have to perform. Yeah, and then the at swap. some point you could like uh, I don't know, yeah, let that grow and then manually transfer it. Um, but it would probably be more secure if you have like incremental, small incremental uh, automated sends that are going ibc wise to luna classic right from luna um that way if something goes wrong or like um, a bridge or i don't know um a provider that you have to put your trust in does something stupid or get hacked gets hacked or something that way only like the small mm -hmm. fees are are gone and rather than a big chunk of it right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah, this is this is extremely interesting. So I think with NFTs, it might be slightly, I don't know. I I believe with all these bridges, right? What we are doing is we are actually sending the tokens and you know to a particular provider or to a particular smart contract. Yeah, and if as you mentioned, if they get hacked, um, uh, the tokens to that wallet slash contract is can be can be siphoned out. And that's that's the case with you know all these bridges, right? All these bridge hacks and stuff like that. And we don't really want to expose ourselves to that. But in any case, there will definitely be a future, right, where this problem is known and is fixed and is secure and we know how to fix it. There will probably be a solution to that. Whether we want Or how how about we copy paste each like each punk? and every address that has a punk uh we could i mean we have a database right we we could just copy paste that to luna v2 and then have your punks on luna v2 generate funds on luna v2 and then punks on luna classic uh generate funds from the treasury on luna classic um so so you're saying like a replica no basically the same punk that I, i'm holding now in my wallet is also um, just airdrop basically to my Luna wallet, so to speak. You know, you know what I mean. Um. We so this is that. for this is for launching uh, Luna punks on Luna V two. That way, we wouldn't need to differentiate them. We would still have basically your punk just get gets more worth, right? Because it's now on two chains. It's like. Um, so basically, if I if I if you see my profile picture, uh, I mean I have the same Terra address, right, on on Luna V two. So if I get airdrop this exact same punk on Luna V two, and then that punk on Luna V two is generating uh, staking rewards from the launchpad and the marketplaces on the launchpad um, on Luna V two. So I'm I'm earning Luna and Luna Classic. Okay, and then if you sell, if you sell, I could your... just sell half of it, basically. <laughs> yeah, you could sell half of it, and then uh, 
earn the rewards on one half only, right? And then if you remit on classic, I, I could say like <laughs> uh, I don't know, I don't like Luna V two anymore. I, I'm gonna mm. sell my my half punk of Luna V two. But then people would like run around with same profile pictures, right? Mm -hmm. that, that sucks a yep. bit. Yep, yep, yep. That's true. Yeah, I, I um I actually prepared you know some of the uh, a change in the background, so it's sort of like mimicking the the phoenix kind of logo yeah, so that's for luna v2 la. and i think it's better that you know it starts from fresh yeah i don't i don't think it will mint out la, but in any case it's a staking nft right so for it's it's cool to see you know I, i'm actually quite sad that when i started luna punks um i had this fluctuating price you know and then I think that was something that wasn't too good. So I think it's better, you know, now that we have a chance to start again, I think we will just, you know, run it from the start and then uh, we will price it in such a way that the amount of staking rewards is enough to be in the, you know, to send a validator into the top 130, right? So this way, uh, yeah, I'm still working out, maybe there's a way to share the validator rewards or so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the problem with that is that the validator account is, you know, um, is controlled by someone. It can't be controlled by a smart contract. Yeah, so I think it's it has to be done manually, la. Yeah, but by the way, talking about validator, uh, hmm. we we're almost uh, scratching on the two billion, I think, right? Um, like when, oh, when I had that serious? delegated, I think so. Wait, um, yesterday I checked wow. and was like one one. 1.8 billion i think and oh my. like my my funds are gonna come in still uh which is 350 million right so we probably we basically are already above 2 billion uh but did you calculate um how much we need staked with the fixed commission of 0 0.69 uh how much we need oh. staked uh, in order to run the validator node um uh, basically break even Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't calculated that yet. Uh, I haven't actually looked at the rewards. You know, I haven't seen like how much stake we have. Yeah, I was just um maintaining and checking. You know, if there's any error locks and stuff like that. Um, let let me do a quick check now. Yeah, I think I I like really roughly calculated it, and I think we need like ten billion stake. But that's like a really. Like I don't have oh, the information are, you have, so I couldn't calculate it rightly. We are one fifth the way there. We are one fifth the way there. If so, exactly. And hopefully, our own treasury will grow to over a billion. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that will be the best case scenario. Okay, so since um previously we have now the commission rewards for the validator is at eighty thousand. So 80,000, how long have we been running? I'm not too sure. So I think we started somewhere, maybe the start of November. So 80,000 for three weeks. <laughs> 80,000 lunka. So I don't think that's oh, enough. Man. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's still growing, right? So we, yeah, at the beginning, we, like the first week, we didn't have, didn't have much rewards mm -hmm. coming in. Yeah. Um, that calculation is a bit screwed. Uh, Skewed, skewed, it's called, not screwed. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I think we need 10 billion, bro. 
<laughs> but it's, it doesn't matter, right? Because uh, I think we have enough funds uh, that are getting generated with the reminting as of right now, right? For how many months do we have uh, do we have funds for running the validator node as of right now? Yes, um, I'm not too sure. I didn't check my wallet, but uh, yeah, I think I can Wait, check. I can check your wallet. <laughs> let me let me do that. <laughs> Yeah, you have a wallet that is uh receiving the same amount, right? I think there was some that I returned, I just passed back to the staking contract. So mine is not the exact amount that we receive from reminting. Huh? Yeah, but true, we can true, do true, yeah, true. we can do a count from the total remints that have occurred all the way. Oh yeah, but we have a checkpoint where we um had a discount of uh, fifty thousand, right? So there was uh time where that's, that's interesting how many can you check that real quick how many remands have been have been done you know, I, I can't i can't check that i can't check that too quickly <laughs> because that is uh the blockchain transaction uh, we have to re-index the blockchain from a certain snapshot and you know pass it for the transaction yeah i haven't been i haven't uh set up this indexer yeah i should be i should be let me write that down again as well. Yeah, I'm always. How, you know, how much? Lunk, how much? Uh, is it? Can you pay the validator node in in Lunk, or do you need to transfer to to CX and then pay in 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 fiat? Because you're yeah, running it on the, in, the data center, right? Yeah, I have to be in fiat. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and how fiat is it uh, per month? Five hundred. Five hundred dollars. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and have you seen uh, the treasury has grown over three hundred million today? Woohoo! Wow, that's awesome. That's super awesome. And next, next target is uh, three hundred sixty-five, right? And then, yes, three hundred sixty-five. Um, and then the treasury is actually going to pass my my holdings. <laughs> oh, serious? I'm sure you have more than that. <laughs> yeah, but um, three three hundred. 300 million that is uh that's what's that divided by 10,000 that is uh 30,000 30,000 30,000 so 1 billion is 100,000 exactly that's why we need between 1 billion and 2 billion in treasury to have um actually the current floor price um represented as staking Mm, but there's no rush. There's no rush. So for the community yeah, members, we will, who are, eventually we will get there. Just yeah. it just need needs time, I guess, uh, to build up, which is which is okay. I guess we are still in a bear market. We are building up in a bear market, which is which is fantastic. Like seriously, if mm. if we get out of the bear market uh, and we are on such good foundations, uh, that this project Ooh. is going to fly. Seriously, hopefully. I think that is uh, the dream that I have. That's a dream that a lot of us Lunar Punks have because <laughs> we have our staking uh, engine, you know, running nonstop, right? It's running in the background while we're sleeping, while we're eating, while we're thinking. It's running in the background. And if in the bull market, Lunar Classic really runs, holy hell, we are... <laughs> I think I think we uh, will go down in history as you know one of the the most interesting NFTs that, that ever were created. Hopefully that happens. I am looking forward to it that day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like seriously, mm -hmm. if, like I mean, yeah, it could be could potentially this could 
become the most valuable NFT project on planet Earth? Maybe for a short run, uh, maybe for a short for run. For a short run, at least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because I, I believe the future is always changing. And, you know, maybe this is the start towards uh, NFT finance, right? Where um, we, you know, DeFi is one of the, the interesting ways. And then, then we have NFT and staking, right? Which is also super interesting because, you know, the possibilities are infinite and with you know our little use case over here, we can have auto compounding uh, rewards and being safely stored in our code wallets, right? So the NFTs are like a verified ownership, you know, of our share holdings of our staking contract. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited to be honest. I'm pretty excited for for us to go through, you know, whatever the market has to throw at us. Um, yeah, but. Let's see how it goes. I think the FTX drama is wow, it's a real hit to our community. <laughs> I wonder how long it'll last. Yes. Um I just checked uh your wallet. I think we have funds for uh four months. Whoa, um, yeah, super awesome. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, but thanks. that's like not really calculating uh <laughs> your pay, right? You're not getting anything then. <laughs> it's okay, la. it's okay la. as yeah. long as uh, you know some somewhere down the line uh, we we managed to recuperate from our losses from whatever that you know we lose from and yeah. we know that we have a part of history in our little wallet that we have <laughs> yeah. I, think that's really, I think that's good enough for me yeah, yeah same like I'm not, I'm not uh, transferring any any funds that I'm getting from the remit uh i'm just using that whole as like a budget basically for doing marketing um and that actually grow grew the last couple of days quite a bit so i actually have some funds now for for marketing so we if, if anyone like has ideas uh to spend these funds on for marketing wise like effective ways uh feel free to come up and request the speaker and tell us about it Yep, nice. So I think this is a good time to, you know, share a little bit about our LunaPunks team. Right. So Luna V Shape, myself, Dober as well. Dober is helping us as a moderator. Um yeah, the three of us, you know, we we don't really earn anything from LunaPunks. I think whatever they were earning currently is from the reminting. And for myself, I learn I earn a little bit more because I earn from the marketplace transactions. I think about one percent. Yeah. So in any case, you know whatever that we are receiving from the project, you know it's honestly not much, right? Because um, the the main yeah, I I think that's all that we can say. We are putting our blood, sweat, and tears and. I'm so happy to have uh, Luna V shape here with us, and yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's nice. Uh, it's really nice. And Dobo as well. Dobo is helping us with uh, moderation, so <laughs> I don't know how I can uh, hopefully someday you know um, I can uh, pay pay you guys better. Yeah. <laughs> all good. It's all good, brother. Uh, yeah, we Dober. Uh, is your mic working again? Like I think his his phone like the last. Last AMAs and and Twitter Spaces, he he wasn't able to speak. So stoked to hear your voice for the first time, Dober. 
Hi guys, hope you're doing well. Hello, hello, welcome. Nice, nice. Good to have you out. How's it going? I'm good. I just finished five nights shifts. So I'm pretty tired, but uh, I'm doing well. Sweet, sweet. It's Friday, Friday night for you? Yeah, Friday night. I was just wondering, um, the uh, advertisement video V-shape was planning. Is it still going ahead? Yeah, there's actually bad news on that one. Um, they all... There was like, I think, three or four people reaching out to me on my Twitter post. I probably want to do another Twitch Twitter post and ask the community again, like if there's any uh, video edit editors or uh, promotional video uh, production people that can help us out. Because um, I had I had an idea about doing some, some promotional videos for Twitter and stuff, which would be nice. Um, so... Uh, initially there were I think four people uh, reaching out to me and then I said why not um, do a contest out of it um, so I said like um, I'm gonna give 1.5 million lung to the first place to the video that I like the most and then I don't know uh, 500,000 or like a million for the second place and 500,000 for the third third place and then but everyone gets on top like um, a high rarity punk for me as well which was from my point of view quite good pay but uh, unfortunately uh, they all I don't know one was getting sick and then the other has too much work to do and I don't know they all kind of cancelled on me but one of them sent me a like small little video clips which we can use which is pretty nice um you just unfortunately just send them on twitter dms and i don't know how to download them uh, with twitter on my phone so i asked him if he can send them out on on discord again which would be nice <clears throat> yeah but uh so yeah i'm probably gonna prepare next week another tweet and ask for some video production people Hope that answers yeah. your question, Dilma. Yeah, sounds good. Um, have you thought about asking, is it Nate? I know she's been doing um, some videos for Metagloria as well. Is she? Who? Who? Who's that? I, I think you pronounce it Nate. On um, She's been doing some promotional videos for Lunk Community. And she's also just done a... Um, I don't think she is. I could... I can ask her because she's on Metaglorias. All right. Can you can you send me she, her? She's quite. Can you send me she's her quite Twitter? She's on Twitter. Can you can you send me her Twitter handle? Like uh, exactly what her, so I can reach out to her. Yeah, I can send it over to you. That would be wonderful. Thanks a lot, Robert. She's got a promotional team. What I've been working on videos for advertising Luna. Um, Lunk, uh, and they're really good at promotional videos. Nice, that's pretty nice. Yeah, we need some some video footage. Uh, I have the feeling like because videos tend to go really well on on Twitter. So I thought um, we, I'm, I might just gonna use my my budget for for pr producing some videos, which would be nice. And then you can always reuse them again, right, with other occasions. I have a little uh, Christmas video for you, <laughs> a hippie, with your Luna Punk. 
Oh, nice. Exciting. Yeah, man, I, I don't know how I can send them over. Like, does anyone know on Twitter how I can send like short, how I can download short videos? Didn't figure oh. it out. Twitter's stupid. How about how about as in you want to send over a tweet or? No, he he privately DM'd me uh, these videos, um, oh. but I can't seem to download them somehow. I think I need another. I don't oh, know I another software. Hmm. Okay. If you're if you're if you're asking a a developer this, <laughs> what you want to do is you want to log in over you know to your web browser on your PC, and then you can inspect your browser so you can find the link somewhere, and then you likely you can download it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I tried that already, but Twitter has oh, this weird Twitter, and then I downloaded also like a software that then shows me basically. Uh, where I can in, insert the link and then download it, right? But mm -hmm. that didn't work somehow. <clears throat> okay. Hmm, it doesn't matter. Sure. Like, I'm, I'm going to ask him again if he can like send it out to me on, on Discord. Yes, that works best. Nice. Yeah, so, Ibi, what, what are your plans with uh, your Twitter, Twitter account, like, uh, promotion-wise? Um, do you oh, want yes. me to write write up some 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 tweets so I can take some some work off your shoulders? Yep. So um, yeah, there was one there was one of our friends who were reaching out to me. I think uh, yeah, Albert Bogaras, Albert Bogaras. I think he reached out over to me in Discord, and then he was saying that he you know he wanted to write some articles on uh on Lunar Pounds. Yeah, I think that's super awesome. I think he was looking for medium articles, yeah. But in terms of um the Twitter tweets, right, I I do have some uh uh I, I think it would be good, you know, to have like a strategy, like a plan, you know, in terms of uh what we wanna post. Yeah, so you know, I think giveaways, I don't think we want to post that kind of stuff. I think we wanna post more of like information where we can position ourselves as like uh you know a good launch pad so in terms of you know previously we were mentioning whether you can come up with like uh some strategy in terms of some in terms of like what kind of tweets that we want to post so whether it's like tweets along the lines of you know how we can launch um the nft project on our launch pad so, or so we are along focusing the lines on of, information right information rather than than like uh i don't know yeah inf information is basically it right information and you know things of like you know what makes a good nft project right because i believe one of our main clientele like the main users that we are looking for is nft project owners right so because we are we have a launch pad and you know we want to guide the nft projects to be able to be a good uh project that you know we can invest in as well right so what makes a good nft project you know what are some, some kind of utilities that are useful i think this these are sort of like good tweets and this is a good position you know that we can base ourselves from so this is something that i'm looking for so yeah if if you have the time you know to look into that i think that would be super awesome that would be super awesome all right, yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna do that. And then maybe if you could like prepare the document, 
um, or maybe like a GitHub article um, about the process of uh, preparing uh, the data sets, right, for uh, for the launch process. Uh, that would oh, yes. be very helpful. Yes, we have we have uh, we have the start of the Git book, right? We have the Git book which uh, lists lists out um, you know the initial setup, right? But yeah, I think you're right. I, you know, we have to still do up the part for the designers, you know, in terms of creating the NFTs, as well as the developers in terms of preparing the metadata. Yeah, so this two portion, I think I have to elaborate a little bit more. Yeah, I'll let you know when it's done. I think that is, yeah, that would be helpful. Maybe like a step-to-step -step guide. I don't know. Maybe make it as as easy to follow as possible because I think there were like one or two uh, people that... Um, didn't really manage to do it. I think you you mentioned the Firestarter NFTs, right? Mm -mm -mm. They, I think he had problems on, or issues uh, in preparing that metadata, um, um, and he didn't figure it out himself. So we, I think that should be a sign that we need to focus on making it more clear, uh, maybe with a step by step guide. Got it. Got it. Okay, I will try my best to, yeah, I'll, I'll get it up and running. Wonderful, wonderful. Fair, fairy uh, King Nacho has his hand raised. Oh, yes. Nice. Um, hey, uh, Lunar V-Shape. Uh, yeah, it's Nacho. Um, and uh, Hippie, yeah, you're a very, very hard guy to uh, contact. <laughs> um, finally, <laughs> glad to get some time to chat to you. Um, yeah, like with the plans moving forward, like I, I, I barely get much information. Um, so I, I just want to know, like, what do you, what are your guys' uh, plans moving forward with the launchpad? How, what is like the conditions for other projects to come onto the launchpad? Because, um, I've been talking a lot, and you know, I've, I've simply not been delivering because of failure of communication, and obviously there's the fine line of a trust consensus that uh, we all would like and appreciate. Um, we do see you around we we are very happy i mean small fry and is always always around pushing you guys supporting you um we just want to know like if you're going to action something um what can what can we do like um like in terms of a project we do have a plan and a strategy but we want to know what our strict like basic restrictions um and like what what kind of uh dollar are we talking when it comes to funding these sorts of things um okay so let me try to condense your question you were uh you're asking about um launching on our launch pad is it and how much it costs and what goes in... um yeah basically are you able to host uh outside projects and uh what would it what conditions do you look look at uh for us to be able to say we would like to action something with you guys okay so in terms of outside project you mean uh, outside of lunar classic uh no 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 i mean completely within Ambulition in a classic. Uh, I'm not bringing in anything as yet from outside. I mean, uh, I'm talking about Luna Punk's uh, launchpad specifically. Ah, I see. I see. Okay, so you're you're sort of like wondering what are the requirements, you know, to launch on the launchpad. Is is that right? Yes, exactly. I see. I see. Okay, so for our launchpad, um, we are actually, you know, opening this launchpad as uh 
the main concept is for it to be decentralized, right? So anybody can launch on the launchpad. Of course, we want to take care of, uh, you know, the investors who are looking at our website, who are looking at our launchpad website and, you know, browsing through the launchpad projects. So as of now, we do have a KYC process. So, you know, if you're looking to give uh, our audience a little bit more, um, some kind of like security, you can go through a KYC process with us whereby you take a picture, you know, of yourself, of your IC, and then, you know, you, you entrust me with um, your documents so that, uh, you know, at least if something goes wrong, you know whom that we can contact, right? So I think this is one of the, you know, process that you can go through, but it's totally optional. So it's up to you. Right, so in any case, anybody can launch on our website. And yeah, we have some instructional information. Yeah, but as we have mentioned before, the instructional um, document is not uh, complete as of yet. Yeah, but we are looking to make it uh, more complete. Yeah, but in any case, if you're looking to launch, uh, you can approach me. I can help you with that. Yep. Does that answer the question? Um. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you'd like it to be like uh, direct, um, I'll definitely like try and uh, reach out to you. I'm sure there are other people that have uh, information that they do require. So we'll we'll take it slowly, um, but surely. Yep. Okay. I think the the best place to uh, reach out to me is uh, through our Discord. I think through our Discord, if you. Uh, write a ping in our launching of uh, projects. I think that's a great place, you know, to let the community know as well that there is a potentially new project that we are, we are looking to launch. There is, yeah, there's another Discord as well that does some kind of um, uh, auditing. Yeah, but if, if you reach out over there, I can uh, bring you over and, you know, see what the community thinks as well. Yeah, I think Luna Classic is like a really nice community and everyone is, you know, helping out in whatever ways that we can. Yep, so yeah, just definitely uh, head over to our Discord and then uh, uh, ping, ping us in our launching projects channel. I think that's the best place to start. Or you can DM me on, uh, I think if you DM me on Discord would be the best. I might reply super slowly. I've I've gotten quite a bit of uh, <laughs> anger and hate for you know not replying too often. Yeah, so I'll try my best to reply as uh, as soon as I can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so so I've got I've got one more question, and everyone wants to know this uh, question because we we aren't as as clued up uh, on the coding side. So so tell me. Tell everyone like a bit more, like how does uh bunning uh Luna Classic uh push your incentive uh of Luna Punks? Does it does it really help you or does it hurt you in any way? Oh uh specifically for the burn text. Yeah, I think for the burn yeah. text. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so burning Luna Classic is uh you know it's a it's a good initiative, but in terms of the burn text, I think this is totally detrimental to our project you know because what this actually does is that it the burn tax um you know it spoils utility because um it is a tax on top of you know people who use the chain 
right? So I would say it kind of slows down innovation in that sense because um, why why not we just hold the coin and you know just avoid the tax? Yeah, and for for Lunar Punks, our ecosystem, especially because um, our smart contracts not only go through one smart contract, some of our transactions go through multiple pings of the smart contract. You know, so we are getting multiple taxation, you know, just from one transaction. It is sad, to be honest, if you ask me. I think it's a, it's a, um, it's a terrible thing for Lunar Punks. Lah. Um, yeah, but if this is what the community decides on, I think there is nothing much uh, we can do about it. Um, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I am really against the burn tax, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, Hippie, you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm super against the burn tax. Yeah. I believe that we can do without the burn tax. I think this burn tax is, you know, it's not going to last. Um, there will be, right, because if we are burning this, you know, Lunar Classic, why why don't we, you know, what, what is the purpose of burning this token, right? If the purpose is, you know, to reduce the supply, then shouldn't we just, you know, maybe re remove uh one of the uh we move back one of the decimals right so from if originally i had one million lung then the next time i would have uh, if we you know we move one of the decimals we i would have hundred thousand lung but it would be equal for everyone so everyone would have the same amount of diminishing percentage and it would be extremely fair and that will achieve the goal of reducing the supply so I think we have to really think about what goal we want to achieve with the burn tax. You know, if if it is to reduce the circulating supply, I think we should not we should do away with the burn tax because this burn tax is actually achieving a separate goal, right? Which is benefiting the exchanges, the exchanges which are you know trading these coins off chain, right? And it's really against people who are building on the chain people who are using the chain, right? It is against whatever that, you know, we have set up because we are burning these taxes, but the people who are holding are just, you know, laughing off because, hey, you are using this chain, then uh, yeah, you are, you, are, you are the ones who are burning your own uh, coins, right? But I just invest in the, the coin and I trade it over in the centralized exchange, you know? Who knows what is the real transactions that go through the centralized exchanges right it might be way more and you know the amount of burn tax that they are they are recording is it might be a lot less but in any case this is just my opinion yeah but for lunar pounds as a utility platform we are severely affected by the burn tax yeah. yes i agree good points i mean it's in to sum it up it's discouraging people to use the chain to people mm -hmm to build on the chain and it's encouraging to just hold your coins yep very much so yep so i think maybe before we move to small fry not sure any any thoughts of of that or oh that's cool 
I'm completely clear. Um, no, thank you. I'm getting to know you a bit better. And um, when I ask these questions, it really helps me to align myself with what your what your incentive is. So, uh, no, thank you so much for your time. It's like I know it's limited, but we really do appreciate it. And thank you when we when we do say we we are grateful for your time. Sweet, super awesome. Okay, and then uh, yep. Let's let's move to Small Fry. Small Fry has his hands up. Yeah, hello. Just a quick one for Dobber. Uh, I've sent you a DM for the guy that does the videos for uh, uh, Nat, I think you were talking about. So, yeah, hopefully I'll help you guys out. Dober, are you still with us or did you fall asleep? <laughs> no, I'm still here. Yeah, thank you, Small Fry. No worries, man. Sweet wall. I, I think we have been on this space for an hour and a half. Oh, that's super long. Time really flies. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. I mean, we got good questions. Yeah, I really like um, the idea, right, um, that we have these spaces regularly um, just to have, like, a good way to, for the community to ask questions, to get in touch with us, um, to, yeah, maybe directly um, contact you hippie um and to get the project to know a little bit better um so i'm really a fan of it and also that it's recorded for people that don't have time right now but want to jump back into it um and listen to it when they have time so yeah i really like it so do you think we should wrap wrap it up and then uh maybe decide on either doing it again in two weeks or in four weeks. Yep, I, I think we should wrap it up. And definitely we should do it uh, monthly for now. I think we should do it monthly for now. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we have to be very uh, selective with our time. Yeah, because for myself, I, I want to spend time building. And I think Lunapunks is a great platform to build on. I am loving the the comments that you know I have I get from you guys as well. I think it's extremely helpful in terms of uh, uh, encouraging me to build better. Yeah, because I I you know want to be a good builder for Lunar Punks and yeah I think it's an ongoing process. Yeah, but maybe uh while you know if there's any last questions while you're you know raising your hands, please I'll I'll come over I'll sort of like i just want to share one last point i don't know if you see in our website we have um updated the view all page right so if you go to our website if you go to um the view tab right on beside market and beside my punks if you go to the view tab you should be able to see a list of filters so we have some kind of filter and sorting going on in the view tab it's not connected to the marketplace as of yet. So this is just uh, intermediary um, setup for the filter and sort. Yeah, so for a lot of our committee members who are you know mentioning that you know we should have a filter and sort function, I think this is uh, you know intermediary step before we implement something better. Yep, so I hope that you can try it out and give me some comments. But if not, I think that's all, all the time that we have for today. It's super nice to be able to spend the Friday night with you. Yeah, 
I am so thankful for all of you who support Lunapunks NFT. It makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully you have a nice weekend ahead and we'll see each other again um, maybe sometime next month. Right. Um, but in any case, uh, Dober, Luna V-Shape and I, we will always be in the Discord, you know, hanging around and you can catch us there as well, you know, in the meantime. In any case, uh, we will hear from each other again for our Friday night next month, right? Maybe sometime before Christmas, right? Maybe we can plan some event as well. So this one, uh, we will, our team, we will, you know, discuss together. Yep. So thanks. Thanks so much for your time. See you again. Thanks Luna V-Shape for co-hosting. Thanks Dober, Small Fry, and Nacho for coming up and speaking. Thanks everyone for listening to us. Yeah. Have a nice weekend ahead, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Ippy. Have a nice weekend, everyone. Have a nice weekend, guys. Thank you. Yes, have a nice weekend. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Friday Night Luna Punks NFT Chat, recorded on Friday, November 18th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focus, Starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man's swagger. Sitting in a little den, envision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Little Dan envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the Birds view, gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop, ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth, slide like Fox News, just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement, could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Terror spaces